There's something better. Go ahead. Try. Welcome back to the fan panel side of things here on the Spectacular Radio. I am Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood webmaster and executive producer of Spidey-Dude.com and the Spidey-Dude.com network. I am joined this episode by Mr. Greg Bashansky. Yo. And joining us again for this episode, we've brought back Mr. Jesse Garrett. Yes, I'm still here. Thank you. And uh, Gerard Delatour is out battling monsters in the city of New York. Lizard monsters or electro monsters or blackouts, something. Unfortunately, he uh, lives in Brooklyn, so uh, he, really he had to go fight. Yeah, he really does not like Mark Webb. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's still soaking about the Mark Webb directed movie. And uh, so he won't be on this episode. But we're going to talk about something that was mentioned in uh, Mark Webb's first movie, The Lizard. Dun dun dun! Yes, the lizard will be making an appearance on this episode, and so uh, we have no uh, emails this episode, and we have no voicemails. We're very upset with this, and uh, I don't want to do. Yeah, send more emails, send more voicemails, send more feedback. You can leave leave us a message on Twitter uh, at Clone Saga Chronic. Um, yeah, like us on Facebook, SpideyDashDo.com. Leave us some feedback there. We will read any and all feedback on the show. So, uh, Greg, with that out of the way, I think it's time for a rundown. Ah, yes, the rundown. Okay, so we open when Spidey takes out the worst nephew in the world. Okay, this guy, this thug, he and his friends are breaking into his aunt's cookie shop. He's robbing the... he's stealing the money, but he says, Don't touch any of the cookies. This place is owned by my great aunt. Twisted. Yeah, which is what... Spidey himself said, so he beats these people up, tries to take more pictures of himself, fails. Meanwhile, at the Connors' house, they put Billy to bed, and Doc Connors injects himself with electrolyzed lizard DNA. Because Electro hit the, uh, what's that thing called, a hypo? Yeah, the hypo, last episode, and um, his arm miraculously grows back. The next day at ESU, Peter has to hide his powers by letting Flash pelt him with water balloons after he spends a good few minutes dodging them. So he heads to um, ESU with Gwen, and they're shocked to discover that Dr. Connors' arm has grown back. Everyone is excited. They're having cake, and they're arm wrestling, because Doc Connors probably has not arm wrestled anyone in a very long time before Martha Connors discovers that scales are growing on her husband's body. He's mute, so they send Billy off, and they try to work on a cure because Dr. Connors is fast mutating, and he and he finally does, in a very nightmarishly directed scene, in a good way, where he turns into the lizard, and he goes on a rampage, first through the sub subway, and then 
at the Bronx Zoo in the Reptile House where they're able to force a gene cleanser, which Martha Connors, Eddie Brock, and Peter and Gwen, no, Gwen, Peter wasn't there, Gwen and Eddie have concocted and turn him back. But Peter takes pictures of himself as Spider-Man fighting the lizard, sells him to the Bugle, and this could have compromised Kurt Connors' uh, problems, and Martha Connors realizes she can't trust him, and he gets fired. Everyone's angry at him. Peter takes a sample of the gene cleanser home, tempted to just get rid of his powers, give up being Spider-Man when he realizes, you know what, I saved these people. Who cares if no one threw a parade? Spidey stays because Spidey is needed. and he, But he keeps the gene cleanser hidden under his desk anyway, just in case. And on that note, we're moving on to thoughts on the episode. Let's start with Jesse. Uh, guys, I love the lizard. I know he's typically a one-note villain. And oh, he gets a lot of what? for being what? But I, I really love the lizard. Like, he's just he's one of my favorites. That, what is it about the lizard that you like? Because I'm, I'm legitimately, cons- I, I, I'm curious because, like, I remember when Amazing Spider-Man One came out, and they were like, "We're doing the lizard." I'm like, "Really? The lizard? Like, like we're going to start a new franchise with the lizard? And they're like, oh, we're doing the origin. I'm like, okay, there's two strikes against it going into this. Yeah, the 90s show started with the lizard. And, yeah, but that's the 90s show. Like, <laughs> I was, it was 94. I was, I was six. True, true, but... I, I didn't understand fundamentally how the lizard worked. Like I do now. Like, like I've read a thousand lizard stories, and none of them are like, oh, man... Oh, I'll get into no, I, I have some of my favorites, but it's not like it's not like oh my god, the lizard. <laughs> you know, oh my I, god, I just always show. like the character. I like the power set. I like the visual. Uh, I like. I'm always a fan of werewolf and Doctor Jekyll characters, and that that's essentially what he is. He's he's uh, very much the type of um, almost a universal Shed. monster, and I got that vibe. Okay, that doesn't count. Don't don't you bring that up. <laughs> oh, I'll bring up Shed again in, in a bit, but <laughs> moving on. I'm sorry. I'm shut up now. I, we don't mention that. I that that's not a part of Lizard. Okay. But uh, monkey brain. Yeah, I, I like his visual. <laughs> oh, when they when they mentioned Lizard Brain, I was like, oh no, oh no, no, no. <laughs> and then when Billy skateboards to to his dad, I was like, oh, man, this is flashbacks, flashbacks. Like, this came out before that story, too, so yeah. that's a sad part. Well, flash forwards, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like this episode. I, li- I love the fight scene on the train. Hell, yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that's a better fight scene than Spider-Man 2's fight scene with Doc Ock on the train. Granted, it, that was live action, this is animation, but... It, it, Flash like I was on me. the edge of my seat. <laughs> Look, uh, okay, Gerard. <laughs> I was legitimately here. on the edge of my seat in this fight scene. It was a very suspenseful fight scene. My thoughts on the lizard are: there's maybe one story you can really tell with the lizard. Okay, I'll be kind. There's three stories you can tell with the lizard. The first lizard story, a story where somebody takes control of the lizard, and a final, final, final. Lizard story. That being said, I thought this series did the lizard well. He only shows up in this episode, so um, we didn't. There was no time for the series to oversaturate him. I mean, hopefully he wouldn't have been. But I thought what they did, they did well. And remember last m- month for um, when we talked about Electro, we talked about how the villains don't get 
beaten the way they typically are. Usually, in the comics or in the 94 show, his son is able to calm him. This lizard nearly bit Billy's head off. He almost went shed two, two, three years before shed actually came out. And I remember when I was watching this, I was like, yeah, eat the little twerp. I kind of, which I came to regret saying Yeah, it later, really played but, with my expectations. But um, to be honest, I love that scene here in this episode. Shed regardless. Zach? Um, sure, Shed. Shed is the single is the second single worst story in the last ten years. Third 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 single worst story in the last ten years. I mean, you have Shed, and then you have two stories. Omit, worse. Omit, and uh, one more uh, uh, one more day. Yeah, one more day. Like, on all three of those were just like morally offensive yeah. as a Spider Man fan. So like. And yeah, we had. I mean, I, I did like the lizard story that uh, went on with with uh, Dan Slott. I thought that was probably the best lizard story that was not done by Paul Jenkins um, in the last decade. Because there's really only been two that have been done really well. Um, I like. I really, 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 really like the uh, lizard story in the Clone Saga. Um, the Ben Riley lizard fight was really, really good, and I've always enjoyed it. Um, my only complaint about that story is that Sabi Simon didn't get to finish it off. Yeah. Um, but oh, I really, it's the one where the, or uh, Ben goes down to Florida and, and has to fight Bill with the fight, the lizard. Yeah, yeah, that's a- and like, and I had never read up until I got the uh, clone saga trades, that, uh, lizard story that Ben fought the, uh, the, what he thought was Connor's. <laughs> um, during Planet of the Symbiotes, and uh, it was the that, the flip book of Planet oh, of the yeah. Symbiotes that that was that was uh, Ben Riley versus Ben Riley Squad Spider versus the, the Not Lizard. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's a uh, it's a it's a good little story. Um, so I like the story a lot. I do. I like the story a lot. Um, on this episode. And I loved loved the '90s show. The '90s show did start with this with this character, and I've, I've but I have a nostalgia for the '90s show. In fact, I'll say Night of, Shameless, the, yeah, Night of the Lizard is actually one of the better episodes of the '90s show. I think the animation is really the, great in the episode. The script is actually pretty tight. I mean, I like that episode. And um, <laughs> they use they use that the animation is so great that they used part of that episode's stock footage for a long time. For the rest of the series. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like, Spider-Man swinging around, and then suddenly he's in the sewer swinging around. We're like, what? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we are going to... Uh, I, I think I should announce this now, because we're talking about the Lizard, and we're talking about the 90s show. Quick plug. Quick announcement. Clone Soccer Chronicles is going to be doing a series of commentaries with the 90s show. So not only are we going to have... This fantastic show, Spectacular Radio, talking about the uh, the iconic show what we think of the last 15 years. But we're going to talk about the iconic show of our childhood, and that's going to be hosted by Don, and it's going to be released on the uh, on the feed. So um, Donovan Morgan Grant, yeah, Donovan Morgan Grant of uh, Close Eye Chronicles fame and Spider-Man Classics fame and Spider-Man Crawl Space fame, and uh, he's been on. Uh, <coughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. There was, there's another show that he's on. I for almost forgot it. Next Dimension Podcast with Jesse Garrett. Yes, and we hope to have him on this podcast at some point. Yes, we are. We we have a plan to Bruin, but uh, yeah, I like this. I, I like this episode. It's uh, honestly, honestly, it's probably going to get 
the lowest grade for me because it may be the weakest episode of season two. Um, season one, you mean? Season one. Season one. I got two on the brain because I'm thinking of Spider-Man 2 right now. <laughs> um, I thought that they did a good job with the transformation. It's a very, very dark episode. I'll be honest with you. For kids' show, it's pretty darn dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen this level of dark personally since the Batman uh, animated series. So this was this was a welcome welcome departure from the um, kitty in your face ADD addled style of animation that we've seen so many times in so many other shows. Yeah, I think Vic Cook said he was looking at classic horror films for inspiration when he was putting this one together. Yeah, we'll definitely have to ask Greg about that. Yeah. Maybe I get to it. Wow, that's that's funny because that's exactly what I thought when I when I was watching it, classic horror, and I even thought that this reminds me a lot of Batman the Animated Show, just the the direction. We the are style. stealing your points, buddy. <laughs> what we do? Go on, bro. You can you can continue to talk. <laughs> oh no, that was it. That, that's all I had to say. Oh really? I thought you were going to elaborate more. Yes. And hey, I thought the no, no, no. no. Well, I, I thought the fight. Yeah, I just I thought it was. Uh, go on. Go ahead. You go ahead. Just no, give your ahead. thoughts. Yeah, give, give give your thoughts. No, no, I pretty much did. Yeah, I'm just I I agreed that it was. Uh, yeah, that it reminded me a lot of of a classic kind of '40s Universal horror film. So yeah, when you guys said that, I was like, okay, cool. It's not just me that thought that. Greg, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I thought the fight scenes were terrific. I loved the transformation sequence and. You know what, while the lizard really only has one story, or like I said, three at most, they told that one story really well here. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't feel a burning need to see him come back on the show because the show got canceled. He won't come back, but I liked what they did here. I really did. I liked how they took advantage of the environments. I liked seeing him on the subway. I liked him in the reptile house. I mean, that was terrific. And um, I also like how they handled Connors' family. I like that Martha Connors is a scientist also now and not just a housewife. Yeah, I got some big problems with, with, with that. Um, I like that she's a scientist, but the the problem I think I have most with the episode, I know it's only a 22-minute show, and I think it's probably not fair to, to do this, but my biggest problem was the ending. Like, you just wrap things up too quickly with the gene with the gene cleanser and stuff like that, and miraculously it took you know a, a actual scientist, a teenager, and a freshman in college to get a gene cleanser going. And I know they're all supposed to be smart, and I get that, but it was just a little almost too convenient. Like it's not Spider Man really necessary. I mean, he did use his brain in this, and don't get me wrong, the throwing him in the polar bear water was was fine, but there was no reference to oh good lord how cold it is. Um, yeah. Um, I thought that's fi- that, that's probably that's my biggest con is the is the ending, and there was a lot of build up, and I love the fact that there was build up and foreshadowing in each episode leading up to this because obviously it was supposed to be a three episode arc that was supposed to lead into that. Um, but I just uh, I, I felt like it paid off well enough, but I felt like the ending was just kind of fell on its face. I can't disagree and. Yeah, the gene cleanser, I guess it is unbelievable that they cooked this thing up so quickly, but... It's, it's like they cooked it up in 45 minutes, yeah, but like, it's be, just, like, like, sitting yeah, around. I know, but to play devil's advocate here, what were the chances that thing was going to actually be permanent? 
oh no, Kurt is turning into the lizard again. You know, at some point that was going to happen. <laughs> but it did. Yeah, the show got canceled. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, you also got to look like, at the the serum was made like pretty much within a couple of days, right? After Electro, ele- well, electrified it. Yeah, I think he... Well, he had the serum already. Yeah, he'd had, already been working yeah. on the serum beforehand. Let's well, ask Greg Wiseman about the timeline when we talk to him again. Yeah, definitely. Because it could have been that very night. But, um, but I do like the Connors family a lot in this, and I really like... You know how thrilled I am to lose an arm wrestling? That was a very genuine moment. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I like it. I, I I do. I like it a lot, but I, I just the ending was really what what kind of killed it for me. So I mean, I'd be lying if I said this is my favorite episode. It's probably the one I've watched the least because the lizard's not my favorite character either. But but I think they again, like I said, they if you have to tell the lizard story, you're gonna they did it well. I mean, let's talk about other versions of the lizard. I mean, he. We'll get to the movie in a second, but was he in the 60s show? I don't recall. I don't think so. Was he in Amazing Friends or the solo show? He may have been. I mean... He was in the Amazing Friends, I think. Yeah. He probably, I know he... We know he was in the 90s. Yes. And, like, was, like, like, he was a big part of the 90s Yeah, show. his first appearance is one of the best episodes of the show. Then he came back again in season two where he got his ass kicked by normal human Silvermane. (laughs) (laughs) Are you another one of the Kingpin's flunkies? Come on, is that the best you can do? And then he came back. He was also in the Secret Wars. Right. (laughs) And then there there was that colony of lizard people that made him their king. (laughs) Oh, the freaking freaking Secret Wars. Yeah. And I hate, in the comics, I hate the notion that a lizard actively wants to turn people into lizards like he wants to he <laughs> wants reptiles to rule the world. I mean I I like the more bestial lizard. Yeah, I know Shed has that infamous wait, you can talk scene, even though he's talked in almost every single appearance he's made he's made, but I I kinda prefer him as a mindless beast. Instead of this calculating evil genius that wants to conquer the world for reptiles. Yeah, I like an in between. Yeah. I like him for him to be able to talk, but I don't necessarily like him to be, you know, mad scientist. And the one in the movie was a mad scientist. But well, that's a, that's one of the scenes I did like in the movie when he's fighting Peter in the school and he mixes the two vials and throws them at him. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But then later on, yeah, you know, he he's pretty much full on mad scientist, and I thought that was a little too much. Yeah, and hey, he also. The Lizard in the movie also gave us the best Stan Lee cameo in any movie. I mean, there, that movie had problems, but Stan Lee's cameo was great. What, what cameo did he have in the movie? Oh, he was uh, in the library listening to headphones, putting books away, and Spider-Man and the Lizard were destroying everything in the background. And he was just That's a, and Stan was so was oblivious it? to it, yeah. But Stan always has good cameos. That movie's biggest sin is not giving the lizard his lap. I like actually the cameo in Amazing Spider-Man too, personally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I mean, I've, 
it's been a while. It's only been a few days since I've seen it, but I I blanked out in this cameo, but it was fun. I just like this cameo in The Winter Soldier. I am so fired. I hope in Avengers 3 they just reveal, if Stanley is still alive to do a cameo, I hope they reveal he's Iwatu the Watcher. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be awesome. And that's like the link between all the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, let's see. What else did I enjoy about this episode? I mean, like I said, I thought that arm wrestling moment was very heartfelt. I think this is a hard one to talk about because there's really no other plot in it except for the lizard plot. Nothing else is really advanced. I, I mean, that, like, Eddie is wonderfully, stupidly suicidal. Yeah, I'm going to run into this reptile house and use myself as bait for the seven-foot cannibalistic reptile man. I mean, like right. Like Greg Weidman yeah, said, that's kind of nuts if you stop and think about it for more than a minute. Well, I get the idea that Eddie is very much a daredevil and like an adrenaline junkie almost. Yeah. That he wants to he wants to be so important that he's going to rush into danger at any cost. Yeah, and a little bit to do the the good thing, but also just to get the action. And Greg Weidman mentioned last time that one of the differences between Peter and Eddie is they both lost their parents in a plane crash, and while that made Peter appreciate life, that made Eddie a little bit obsessed with death. He's kind of a death seeker. Yeah, I, uh... It's not something I picked up on the first time I watched the series, but now, ever since he said that, I see it clearly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I thought he was... I, I, I thought he... You know, he's one of those guys. I never saw it until uh, until he pointed that out. But I'm like, man, as 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 I've been watching, I've been been binge watching the series, and I'm like, okay, I get it now. I absolutely do. And you can definitely see that he's a risk taker, and that he he just wants to be a hero. So, but that's um, but that's this is definitely my favorite Eddie version of Eddie in the series. Yeah. Yeah, I think Eddie turns out great. I mean, this is my—I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Eddie Brock or Venom, but I like this version, and we'll have more to say about him as the series goes on. When we get to season two, he treats us to the best fight scene in the series, but we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely think that that. We're definitely building towards that. And I love how they just... This world is instant. It's instantly there. And it's it's well done. So, we're going to take a pause for uh, Greg, because I know the phone's ringing. Thank you. Another moment I like the little touch is when Peter swinging towards the lizard and then his ringtone goes off. It's a spider ringtone and just and then the lizard just notices him immediately and knocks him out of the sky. Yeah, that was that was probably one of my favorite moments. My only problem is is like it's it's now coming becoming like a t- uh, almost a tired plot device, especially when you're watching these back to back and there's not. They stop like, using it after this. Yeah, which is nice because really it it really kind of it's not quite web shooters post one one more day, but it's close. 
Uh, <laughs> I think one of the good things about this show is when it establishes something like that and uses it as a, as a running joke, it knows when to stop. Most TV shows don't. Yeah, that would be... I mean, yeah. I, I, I love the ATVC Spider ringtone, so... Yeah, but they don't overdo it. I think it comes back again at some point in Season 2, but I don't recall if we hear it again in Season 1. So... Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it makes sense that Peter would learn to, you know, put it on vibrate. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I bet the lizard would hear that, too. <laughs> absolutely. And, um, let's see. I'll admit, though, even though it doesn't happen, the first time I saw this episode and Peter hit the gin cleanser, my mind immediately went to the 90s series. I'm thinking, oh, no, they're not going to do the Six Arms Man spider, are they? And they don't, but... No! Yeah, yeah, I, I thought um, the same I, I, thing. Yeah, I, when I first saw it, absolutely. I thought, oh, no, Six Arms Spider. They probably would have done that storyline. Yeah, I mean, how did it happen in the comics? It's been a long time since I've read it. I know it wasn't anything oh. to do with... I know it was there. I know six, Blizzard was involved. Yeah, Six Arms, he was trying to uh, rid himself of his powers, but Man Spider was something else, as I recall. Man Spider doesn't have anything to do with that serum. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Man Spider was introduced in the comics until after the show, right? No, it was, it was before Man Spider was in the comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I know it didn't have anything to do with the Six Arm storyline. Yeah. So. While I, but at the end of the day, while I do agree with Jesse, the lizard is a great visual. He's just not my favorite. I, mean, I don't hate the lizard like other people do. I mean, it it's a fun story to do, but he's just really weak as a recurring villain. I don't think he's just somebody you can keep doing. And whether this show would have done him again, I tend to think they would have, especially considering how season two ends. But the show didn't last long enough to um, for the lizard to be overplayed and. Uh, didn't last long enough for anything to be overplayed, which is very unfortunate, but... <laughs> or fortunate, I don't know. <laughs> but we'll see. I tend to trust this team, how... where things have gone in seasons three, four, five, and beyond. Um, is there anything else about this episode? You want to uh, I can list my favorite moment. Well, go on. When the lizard is wrestling the alligator in the, the pond, when he... First, he, he drowns Spider-Man... He immediately turns around and just socks the alligator in the jaw. <laughs> I love that. That's great. I, it, just, like, it was so out, get out of my yard. Like, get out of my yard. He's like, oh, no, you don't. Whack. Mm-hmm. And uh, also something I thought was off with the lizard's design that I couldn't pinpoint until the train fight scene was that he had no sleeves in his lap coat, which makes sense. But I was like, why does he look like like some bro at the beach? And I was like, oh, yeah, he has no no sleeves. Yeah, the sleeves are... He's always had sleeves elsewhere. In the mo- Then again, most modern depictions of the lizard, he goes completely naked. But, I mean, I would have liked to have seen this design with sleeves, actually. At least ripped up, torn sleeves. But hmm. there's one moment I really like when he nearly eats this girl's head in the subway. Oh, yeah. I and, oh, I like the, uh, the quippage about... <laughs> um, Wall crawling's my thing. If you start shooting webs, I'm gonna have to sue. Can you say halitosis? I knew that you could. So Zach, yeah, we got we got more great spike banter in this episode. Yeah. yeah, Zach, any favorite moments? Zach? That no. Okay, Zach hates him. But yeah, that fight scene on the train just really, really impressed me. Yeah. The animation, the direction, and it even shows the lizard having some intelligence. 
but n- no more than an animal would. Like he has instinct, and he can he can really really. He's, like a, he physically outmatches like a velociraptor in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like that the, both these episodes have villains that outpower Spider-Man significantly, physically. Yeah, you know, and and with a power set like Electro, so he has to use his brain, and that's that's what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. It's not just the power set and the costume; yeah. it's Peter Parker's intellect combined with these abilities. The show gets it. The show gets it wonderfully. I, I just will say this. I think that my favorite moment of, of this episode probably, and I, I've already dogged on it a little bit, but you're right. I, li- I like that. I like that scene where he socks him in the face. But uh, <laughs> I, I like the transformation scene. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. I thought it was very, very well done. And like, unlike the rest of the show, it's very muted. The colors are very muted, and that way it works. But uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. All right, let's go around the panel for grades. Jesse? A. Cool. I'm throwing it out there. I really enjoyed it. Cool. I'm going to give it a B. I mean, I enjoy the episode a lot. It's my least favorite of the season, but it's by no means bad, so it's just the weakest of episode and a run of great episodes. So it's very good when almost everything else is great, so that's why it's getting to be... I'm going to give this B minus. Okay. This was my least favorite. Um, it's not like C, C territory. It's it's B minus. It's it's a good episode, but it's it's certainly to me the weakest of the series. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it pays everything off. It does that well, but it the, uh, that fight scene at the very end just really lowers it down for me. But anyway, we're gonna is we got anything further, guys? Any other comments you guys want to make? Yeah, I'm good. You good? Jesse? Well, hey, hey, you know, if if the lowest episode in your guys' eyes is an A in mine, then I've got a lot to look forward to. So. Yes, you do. Oh, I know. You really – I love the fact that you're such a – you know, you're not – you haven't seen hardly any of these episodes really and that you're seeing these for the first time and we're getting a fresh perspective from you because this really – I mean we have a fandom because we, 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 we watched every episode and devoured every episode. But this is definitely um, – This is why I wanted you on, Jesse. Yeah, absolutely. And we appreciate you being on. But with that... No problem. It's a fun ride, so hey. Yeah, with that, we're going to wrap this episode up, up in a bow. Guys, I appreciate you guys being on. Um, I appreciate you hosting us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, All right, so that wraps up this episode of Spectacular Radio, a podcast powered by Spidey-Dude.com. Um, next episode, going to be myself and... Mr. Greg with Jennifer L. Anderson and Greg Wiseman being joined by uh, Sean Galloway. So uh, very excited to have them on and uh, be talking a little bit Spidey. Um, but uh, with that, before I go, got to mention, of course, our other shows on the on the network. We have uh, Mayday Mondays. We've got a few episodes in the can of that. We'll be having uh, the second episode covering issue one of Mayday, of, of the Mayday Parker Spider-Girl book. Uh, we'll have a ep- another episode of Clone Saga Chronicles pretty soon, the talking about the return of Spider-Man. Uh, the Ben O'Reilly era of Spider-Man begins with that episode, so excited to bring that to you. And then uh, we'll also have a, uh, following that, we'll also have a another commentary about the 90s show. 
Um, and uh, we'll just be keep, keep on rolling with all of our podcasts. And uh, so if you haven't listened to any of the other ones, if you're just listening to this one, uh, be sure to check all those out. Uh, they're uh, they're fun to do and they're fun to uh, to be a part of. If you want to leave us a voicemail, remember it's 818-925-6631. That is the voicemail line for all of our Spidey-Do.com podcasts. And uh, if you want to leave us an email, it's clo- uh, it's uh, spectacularradio at gmail.com, uh, all one word. And uh, be sure to uh, state your name, where you're from. If you're leaving us a voicemail, same thing with an email. We will read them and play them on the show. So we'll see you next time here on Spectacular Radio, a podcast powered by Spidey-Do.com. Spinning a web and I'll sue.